Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. All right, welcome back to the Exercises for Everyone podcast. I have the self-care queen with us today from Desired Lives, Barbie Haven. It's so great to have you here. I'm so excited to talk with you today. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me. It's super, super fun to connect. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I've really been looking forward to this conversation. So I always ask all of our guests because I think everybody's story is unique and relevant. And I would love for you to share with us how you got started doing what you're doing. Like how did fitness change your life? How did that all kind of come about for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I've always been someone who loves to be active. So even as early in childhood and you did sports and dance team and all that kind of stuff, I lost a lot of that going through my first marriage of, um, and I was highly codependent and it was uh, a stormy time. And I remember the very first act of self-care that I did for myself way back then was I decided that I was going to start going for a walk. Now that was, you know, several, several years ago, but I, that was like my first, you know, I'm going to put me first and this is how I'm going to start. Um, so fast forward to several, several, you know, years later. Um, mm-hmm. And I really started to niche into helping other people with fitness after, again, going down that path of um, I'm mentally in the all the right spaces. I did all of the work to heal any things that I needed to heal. But physically, even though I was active, I wasn't very fit. Um, and so I ended up finding some programs that worked for me. And it just, you know, it changed my life. It changed my energy. Um, it also is the way that I manage my mental health. So I, fitness is for me, it truly is part of my self-care routine. So not only have I lost 30 pounds and have kept it off, um, but it's just a part of my daily habits of good self-care. I love that. And I love that you brought, I hope you don't mind me kind of reiterating on this, but I love that you brought codependence into this conversation. Oh, I hope you don't mind if we expand on that a little bit. No. Because I've also experienced like that I was being very codependent, um, you know, just kind of as, as I'm going through my own, you know, self stuff or whatever. And I see it all around me. Like, I think codependence is such a big problem, you know, when it comes to dysfunctional families and really kind of um, breaking out of that thought pattern, you almost have to do some kind of movement. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And you know, what makes me think of is, you know, codependency is, um, it's such a crazy thing to recover from. And it takes a lot of um, discipline to stay in the healing process. And, and I, you know, I've been doing this, this work for, I don't know, 20 years now or something. Um, But what I love about fitness is, is such a great metaphor for life, because when you are learning to put yourself first, when you're learning to take time for yourself, if you are somebody who does struggle with those kinds of challenges, um, Mm -hmm. your fitness programs are a great way for you to break through the mental blocks that are getting in the way. And, you know, having a coach to help you do that is, I think, ideal. Um, 
I didn't do it by myself. And most people can't. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's definitely programs out there to help you. But a lot of times I found like when I was in my um, beginning stages of you know, kind of experiencing like, oh, like my, when my eyes were starting to open, like, Wendy, this is part of your problem. Like you need to get it together. Right. No, like yes. this is your thinking. Like nobody's controlling your thinking, but you, nobody's doing it to you, but you. Um, and there's all kinds of information out there. And I read books and, you know, I'd go to meetings and yep. it just, it wasn't, it's like you you need to have to form a relationship with somebody who kind of understands, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, you know? and I think somebody who can t sort of give you a little bit of the tough love or at least give you the, the roadmap. So, you know, you asked kind of like, mm -hmm. how did I get started into what I'm started in now? I really wanted to provide people the roadmap. I, it took me decades to get where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to have to take that long if they don't have to. I can show you the way. So why? <laughs> why? I mean, yeah, I did all this stuff too. I did all the self-help books. I did a lot of mindfulness trainings. I um, got certified as a life coach. So I did all of that stuff too, which was just as much for me as it was to go out and give that gift in the world. Yeah. Um, so, you know, fitness is just, uh, it feels good to feel good. And it can be addicting when you start to feel good. You just want more of that. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. So I would love for you to tell us a little bit more. So you said you started walking to kind of help deal with that. And then how did that evolve from there? I mean, are you still walking every day? What does that look like now? You know, I'm a runner. Um, so what, cause, because what happened is I lost myself, right? In the early days, I lost myself. That happens to a lot of women, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, the walking led to thinking. It led to an hour a day of me having time with myself, which was something I hadn't had before. And, you know, this was like, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago, 17. It was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, but that time with my thoughts coupled with, I think at that point, I might have also started therapy potentially. Um, I, I probably did. Just it, it, I began the awakening process, right? Um, I ended up signing up for a 5k and loved it. Um, and you know, I had been a runner in the past too, but I just, like I said, I had lost myself. So I started walking again. Then I started um, doing races and running um, back in 2005, I think was when I did my first 5k and I did a 5k and then I did a um, 12k and then I did a half marathon and I did a marathon and I did it all in the same year. Wow. Uh, yeah. It was kind of crazy. Um, and, you know, I did, I, I think I even ran it injured, which I wouldn't recommend anybody do. But I just was so, I was so like into like the, it was my saving grace. Like the running was like my space for me. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's just evolved over the years. Um, in the last three, four years, I think it was about four years ago that I ended up losing about 30 pounds. Um, I was still running. I just wasn't as fit as I wanted to be. I didn't have programs that were really specific and I wasn't, I just didn't really know what I was doing in terms of being in a gym. Um, mm -hmm. But I have found that now. Um, and, and so the programs that I do are created by personal trainers and that's helpful for me to follow. And so I still run, I move my body every day 
Um, I feel it when I don't in terms of like my mental clarity. Mm -hmm. It's just part of who I am. Yeah. And, you know, I love it that you've brought up that you're now doing programs and that you're seeing a difference because really, in my experience, you know, I have a history of personal training and I have like a bachelor's degree in exercise science. And that's really where the change occurs. Like you really kind of have to have a program. Like that's how yeah. everything works. <laughs> right. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Like everything works on programming, like even like your mindset and, you know, even, um, you know, I mean, if you want to go to the moon, it's all about programming. It's all about figuring it out. Well, and it's about and making sure that what you're doing, you know, is um, sustainable, that it's mm -hmm. efficient. Um, we're busy people, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's busy. Um, mm -hmm. And so making sure that like where you're spending your time and your energy is actually going to get you to where you want to go. But like, I mean, we could break this down to you before you could do any of that. You have to actually get clear about what you what do you really want and why do you want it? What do you want? Why do you want it? Where is the drive coming from? And then did you actually pick something that is going to get you there? Or are you falling into the unfortunate and all too often trap that so many people do when it comes to, you know, dieting and fad, you know, I don't know. I, don't get me started on like the, the, <laughs> the, the stuff that is like not sustainable that doesn't yeah. might help you for a week or two, but is never going to teach you what you actually need to know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's so true too. I mean, really becoming aware and having awareness of not just like what you want, but what you're doing, because right. there's a lot of things that we do throughout the day, whether it's, you know, from the time we get out of bed to the time we go to bed, we're running on subconscious mindset, yep. you know, and it, which is programming. But when you are aware of what you're doing, then change can can happen but you can't 100%. get there until you have that awareness like you can't get there yeah one of my one of my favorite um tools at, and for your listeners take this and run with it one of my favorite tools that i use for myself and my clients is to help them shift out of judgment and into um because you can't learn if you're in judgment right so anytime we're judging ourselves for not getting it right or not, or for quitting or whatever the case may be, mm. but to just to get curious, to, to really place yourself in that mode of curiosity so that you can become self-aware because it's just more information for you. And the more information that you have, the better equipped you are to make a different decision next time. So I love what you're saying about getting curious. How do you how do you help your clients do that? Like what kinds of questions? Like do you have like trigger words or anything like 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 set points that they um bump up yeah. against? Yeah, the the things that they they bump up against often um the biggest one is all or nothing thinking that mm. just you know um I just had a really great win from a client um earlier this week who ended up having she's following a program she um she's i don't know if she's injured but something is off in her body she's needing to go in and get some assistance from a professional in the past she would have just quit the program beat herself up and just mm -hmm. stopped but this time she said i'm just i picked a different um workout today and and she's doing what she can so 
the mindset shift there, how do I help them is um, a lot of conversation on the front end when I'm working them with them, uh, first of all, about not getting stuck into that trap and then helping them to realize that they do have control over it, that you're not expected to be perfect. In fact, my, my motto that I share with my clients is consistent and perfect action. And, and all three of those things need to be present. You have to be consistent. It mm-hmm. never has to be perfect. It won't be because you're not perfect. Nobody is. Yeah. And you know, and it has to be action oriented. So as long as you're doing something now, if you're if you're not following the program, obviously we're going to have conversations about what's getting in the way. But mm-hmm. um, just getting curious is such a helpful tool. And I find that by asking them questions um, and helping them just be attached to their why and what's going on in their life and it it just is natural for them to come that way yeah you know and i think that um it can really be applied to really anything i mean even like drinking water like that's one of the first things that i always recommend that people do is that they you know look at their hydration because it can be the answer for so many problems but i find oh, even great. myself you know yeah yeah but i find even myself like sometimes i'm struggling with it and like i think if i really think about like, well, why am I struggling with that? Well, sometimes it's as stupid as not having a cup. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I know that sounds really silly, but like sometimes it's as simple as something Well, we're like just that. on autopilot. I think mm-hmm. the goal is to get people off of autopilot and get them into, you know, they literally have pushed autopilot on their life. And so the self-awareness comes from paying attention. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, it, it sounds simple and it is simple. Mm-hmm. It really, really, and then once people figure actually figure out how simple it is, mm-hmm. then it's like, ah, and then you have the opportunity to help them through the the mindset blocks that come up, you know, the the regular stuff like the fear and the compare mm-hmm. and despair and like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. if but if they're not even taking action at all, then there's nothing. There's you know, it's not mm-hmm. as easy. Yeah. And, you know, I do think that there is a lot of fear. And sometimes when people are new and they're they're coming into a new space, like sometimes they almost want to get lost in the, in the crowd because there's not like such a commitment. Yeah. Right? Well, they don't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. People don't believe that they can. And um, so it makes it really difficult. And, you know, the thing about exercise or what I tell people is movement is medicine. So like one of the first things that my clients hear me say is, hey, movement is medicine. So Mm -hmm. don't look at this program as um, something that you have to do. Mm -hmm. It's actually preventative medicine, if I want to get crystal clear. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we were talking about this, you know, earlier, like it's this is not new information. Yeah, we've been talking about we've been hearing the same thing for I mean, I've been hearing it for as long as I can remember. Doctors have been telling you 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. If you have enough, if you pick a program that's efficient, you actually can do a lot in just 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Um, you don't have to kill yourself at the gym. And I think people have this idea that exercise is um, this chore that they have to do or that they're going to have to spend hours, you know, doing it. And it's like, well, you're not like bodybuilding, are you? Like, are you training for a competition? Like, that's a different, that's a different discussion entirely. Yeah. We're talking about like moving your body. 
Yeah. I mean, even just like getting up from your desk and not sitting for too long is huge. I I know I've had some clients in the past and um, I had this one guy, he was a young guy and he worked from home before COVID was a thing. And he would sit at his desk for like 16 hours and not, and like only get up like to get something to eat sometimes. You know, yeah. they'd be like, you wouldn't even eat lunch every day. And I was like, listen, man, you got to put a ringer on your phone. He said, I know, I just got so much work to do. I was like, no, why don't you take your dog out? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know? 100%. Uh, there, it, one of the things that I think is helpful is um, like things that you can do in your everyday life. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Mm -hmm. um, park farther away in the parking lot. Don't load up your arms with all the grocery bags to bring them in. Like it's okay to take three or four trips back and forth to bring in the groceries. Like you don't have, you know how we do that. We line up the grocery bags on the arms. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, if you're just, if you're just getting started out and you just need to like just start moving more, those are very simple ways that you can just insert a little bit more movement into your day. Definitely. Definitely. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I am honestly like a huge, huge believer in movement. So now I have to ask you because I'm, I would love for the self-care queen herself to <laughs> elaborate with us a little bit about what self-care really means, because I think that there is like an image in your mind, you know, like I, I think that sometimes when people think about fitness, they think about like one specific thing. They think that you've got to like yep. run a lot or you've got to like go lift a lot of heavy weights and like really like fitness has got a bunch of different components to it. But yep. I think that with self-care, people think of like bubble baths and getting massaged. They do. Yeah. Or like drinking a glass of wine and just, I don't know, eating chocolate. Like, I don't think that, I feel like that's a false image of like, it I is, think it is. can be that, but I, I feel like that's kind of a false image. I, you, I think. Yeah, I'd love to elaborate on this. It's one of the reasons why I've been talking more about it um, because there is this, um, and there is this idea that taking an hour to yourself and having a, like a bubble bath or whatever is like, oh, I took care of myself. And I was like, mm. like self-care honestly is whatever it is that you really need to be doing to take care of yourself. And the challenge that I see is that so many people, one, they either don't believe that they're worthy of taking care of themselves um, mm -hmm. on some, some level. They might not tell you that outwardly, but somewhere in them, they don't believe that they're worth it or that they have time or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Or they just don't know how. They don't know how to set the boundaries to take it. They don't really know what they need because they don't, they don't really know. So to me, self-care is all of those things that really put you in a position to be your happiest, to be at your best energy level, to be your best self, to be able to make clear and concise decisions, to feel your best. And that takes so many more things than an hour with your girlfriends. That's great. Go fill your cup if that fills your cup. Guess what? That's like a tiny piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. How are your relationships with your family members, with your spouse, with yourself, mm -hmm. with your money, with your time, with your business? How How is that? How are you doing with your relationship with food? Um, are you moving your body? Like there's just so much that goes into to self-care. And the, the example that I think of often is 
you know, like the hardworking mom or business owner or career woman or even a stay-at-home mom who's spending so much time taking care of her kids or family or everyone else. So all of that energy that you're putting into making sure that your household is taken care of or the, and that your cars are serviced and that people's doctor's appointments, are you giving even an ounce of the same energy towards yourself? Because if you're not, that's a problem. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I find that like when you were talking about, you know, like going for a walk and actually like having some time to think, yeah. um, I love that. And I think that that's a great way to like, I, I've heard other people call it like a walking meditation. And believe it or not, um, I've utilized it in, I don't want to say punishment, but like, I have two teenage daughters. Yeah. And um probably about two years ago. And I usually give them like weird, like things like you got to, you need to like Learn. write gratitude lists. And, like, <laughs> I like, to do. like you got to read this book, but like, whatever. But the one, the, the one time, um, this was the last time that my youngest daughter got in trouble. And it's been almost two years. And one of the things I made her do was I made her go for a walk every day without any headphones, no media, no anything. I love and that. She told me after a week, she's like, mom, I really think it was the walk. And like, she, she, she had a journal and like, she had to do all this other, yeah. like I, I made her do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, mom. Um, but she told me at the end of the week that that time alone in the woods, well, like, it's not like the woods, but like we have like a yeah. nature trail in our neighborhood, <laughs> but that time alone walking in nature, you know, with the trees and um, the nice smells and all that stuff without any distractions was really what helped her the most. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. the, and the, again, people don't slow down, and women in particular. Um, mm -hmm. the, I'm actually, so I have this upcoming workshop that I'm, and this is one of the things that I'm, that I will be teaching a little bit more about, but we have this culture in women, especially of hustling, yeah. hustling and doing and showing up and powering through and pushing. and Sadly, that never leaves you the opportunity to slow down and even think about what you actually really want. You're mm -hmm. just so focused on achieving the next thing and proving that you can and all of that kind of stuff that you did you even stop to ask if it's really what you want. So mm -hmm. that time alone, I think that's such an amazing gift for you to give to your daughter. Oh, yeah. Like she she was funny because she was like, I got to do what? <laughs> But like she did it, you know, she did it because I, I told her she had to. And now she's actually learned that technique. And um, when she gets really like, when she feels like she needs to get some grounding, she goes right. out and does it on her own now. So it's kind of nice. That but was I, the word that came to mind, grounding. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I do think that it's really prevalent and important. And I do think that movement is a big a big part of that, you know, like just find whether it's in the water, like I don't mean to sound real woo woo, but I am a little woo woo. So I'm going to say am it. Too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but like re kind of reconnecting with the earth, whether that means, yeah. you know, like walking around barefoot or getting your toes in the sand. Like, I think that that makes a really big difference. And sometimes getting into a body of water can really kind of help you get back into your own body and into your own mind and like turn off some of the, I mean, we have so much stuff coming at us all the time, you know? Yeah. 
so much media and so much just stress and whatever that when you can kind of get in nature and find ways to kind of reconnect with that, I think it makes a big difference. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent fresh air, um, toes on the sand. I mean, I, I live, um, you know, in the Pacific Northwest and I love to just go to the beach and hear the ocean waves or just be, you know, just, just be in nature. Like it's, it's a great, great place for grounding, I think. And just getting centered, just getting centered. Um, yeah, 100%. Or sometimes I just, you know, I'll go for a run. That's for me, one of the, my fastest ways to get grounded is to just go for a run. And I do listen to music. Um, but I'm also thinking and, and um, it's helping it. It's I call it my church, actually. <laughs> it's my, it's one of the ways like it's, it's my church to go, go for a run and um, be in my, my zen in my what I would call my level seven energy. Nice. It's, that's that's where it's at for me. I love it. I would love for you to tell us about Desired Lives. What is Desired Lives? Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, um, it's when I think about my past and the permission that I had to give myself to dream bigger. Um, you know, it took a lot, and I started thinking about what do I really want, and that's really a question: is like, what do I really desire? And so Desired Lives came about because I realized that um, in truly allowing myself to do the work that I did to heal myself, to uh, step into my true personal power and all of those things. And I think my, my kids were eight and five when I divorced. So they're now 24 and almost 21. Wow. So, yeah, so I've, I've got, I'm a hashtag empty nester. Um, next, next chapter. Um, but what I realized is the impact that following your own desires has on the people around you. And so it's the desired lives. The reason that it's plural is because one life changed changes many lives. So I know, right? Mind blown. So when you, when you, it's just, but it's so true. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and you might have to be the first person. Yeah. It might be you. And you know, if you're the person that's called on to do that, you know, mm -hmm. I knew several years ago that I was that I was the one I knew that if I was going to change the trajectory of my family of, of mm -hmm. the, um, the, the addiction that was happening in my, you know, if I didn't want that to pass down, if I didn't want to pass down the codependency traits, if I, I just knew that I had to be the one that was going to stand up. And yeah. so was it easy? No, no it was so hard AF. I will say that, no. but no. I am in such a great place. And, you know, I just, I think back to that very first act of self-care and, and it was like, what do I have control over? Well, I knew that I know that moving my body is good for me. I mm -hmm. want to do something that's good for me. So I'm going to start going for a walk. And so again, back to that, that fitness is your friend, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now you, you talked about an upcoming workshop that's coming up on yes. February 8th. February 8th. Yes. It is a, um, a free workshop for, um, successful women in business and career women 
Um, these are the women who I see that are consistently putting themselves on the back burner because they care so much about the people that they're serving. Mm -hmm. And that's great. But they also ha have, um, I want them to also want to take care of themselves. And they do want to take care of themselves. So um, it's called the You Matter Now Wellness Workshop. Okay. And I call it that because what I hear so often from from these women, and you'll hear it around too, is, "Well, I'm, I'm going to do that when." They're always mm -hmm. waiting for the the something to come through, or this client that needs help, or this project that has to get done, or you know, there there's always somebody that is coming before them. Mm -hmm. um, and so, in this workshop, it's a five day free workshop. I'm teaching them. Um, why busy women fail. I'm mm -hmm. going to be talking about um, some of the must-have mindset shifts for um, that are really required for time management, for boundary setting, for long-lasting health and fitness goals. I'm going to be talking about my signature um, basics framework for lasting success. And like I say, fitness is like a metaphor for life. So this framework gives you what will help you in your fitness, but honestly, it will help you in all areas of your life. Because how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Yeah. Um, and then I am also going to talk about the the one thing that nobody's teaching that will help them shift their um, the way that they see themselves and their health. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, I, I think it's going to be good. The uh, people who attend this workshop will have you know five days with me of. Um, in my Facebook group, and they mm -hmm. will be able to ask questions because I will be live. Um, they will have a, a guidebook to go with it. So they'll have content that they can write down and some tangible action steps and um, be able to walk away feeling a lot more in control and have a, a plan for themselves to move forward. Yeah. And that sounds like a lot of fun because, you know, it's way better than a webinar because like you said, you're going to be live. So if they want to, if they've got a question, they can just pop it up right then. Yeah. And not have to like worry about trying to like, you know, schedule a time with you or get an email or anything like that. You're right there. I love yeah, that. And one of the things I love about this sort of format of offering, um, you know, this sort of free, free workshop is you not only do they get a chance to ask me questions, but I'm wanting to hear their takeaways. So I'm mm -hmm. asking them to share what share what's coming up for you in the chat, because when they're doing that, I can address that. I can help them on the spot with whatever that is that's coming up for them. Um, yeah. And so that just makes it fun for me. I think it makes it fun for them and really allows me to do what I really want to do, which is give them value and actually give them a, a very clear win for spending their time and for prioritizing themselves, um, which isn't always an easy thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, really, I think it's also nice, too, that it's online because they can do it from the comfort of their home, where yeah. sometimes like it just going to a place and like putting your face in there can be really scary, you know. <laughs> so I love it that um, there's a little bit of like a warm up to kind of they can kind of check it out and, you know, yeah. you it's know, not have to <laughs> say, oh, hey, here I am. And this is my life history and whatever. Right, right. And they don't have to talk to each other if they don't want to. I mean, I, I, I think that, that it's, you know, we have a great community. So yeah. um, 
I think it's great for you to support each other. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like I've done that before where I've showed up to workshops that where I'm like, I don't know, back before when I didn't have the confidence level that I have now or when I was still doing a lot of that self-discovery work. And it's like mm -hmm. you were like, please don't talk to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, and I, I know that like um, sometimes like showing up at in-person things um, is something different altogether, too. You know, because then even if you're not saying anything, people are seeing you. Right. But, just, right. you know, it's something different for everybody. But I, I love that there's a live interactive component and that, you know, you can help from anywhere in the world, like wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And I know we've got listeners from all over. So, we you know, you could have some people from Norway that are hanging out with you if they hear it and want to come yeah. check it out. Yeah. Hundred percent, and you know I have members in our community that actually they are from all over, mm -hmm. all over the world, and and it's yeah, it's just it's fun. It's fun to be able to give in this way, um, and I'm a big believer in in signing up for things that you know are going to move me forward. I could either spend my time um, reading a book and trying to figure it out on my own. Or I can show up to a workshop and, and listen in to somebody who's done it, been there before me, has, you know, the pathway, and I can actually ask questions along the way. Yeah, so. definitely. definitely. And I do find that, you know, that human connection is really powerful, you know, with especially when, like, everybody has different experiences, and it's all very unique. And you never know what you went through that might help somebody else. You know, you never know what part of yourself is going to pop up. So. Yeah. Yeah. So like just putting yourself out there and you can just, you know, checking it out. That's awesome. Barbie, where can people find you? Like I'm going to have everything in the show notes, but if you want to just give it just to the people who are just listening, you want to give a, tell them where to go. Yeah. The workshop? I have a, absolutely. Um, workshop. Um, I have a website desiredlives.com. The workshop is actually happening in my Facebook group, um, which is called the desired lives collective. Um, the link is also in my bio for Instagram and Facebook. So desired lives for both of those can't miss me. Then I think my Instagram actually has my name on there as it's the, the handle is desired lives. Um, the name is Barbie, the self care queen. <laughs> so just, yep. So desired lives and um, the link is in the bio there. They can register for the work workshop. They'll want to register probably the fastest, quickest way would be actually to go to my Instagram and go um, uh, go into the, the link in my bio because the registration link is right in there. And that will make sure that they get everything that they need, that they get the, um, you know, the workbook that goes along and they get um, any follow-up messages from me, replay messages, that kind of thing that they will need, want and need for this workshop. Awesome. Barbie, it was great talking with you today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and sharing Thank your story. You. So Love much. This is amazing. Love it. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called the Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search the Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.